Welcome to the Drive Time News Blast. 30 minutes, 50 for subscribers of news of the day from a perspective of truth, liberty, and justice. This is Monica Perez. And I'm Brad Binkley. Before we get to our top story, just want to tell people we are back in the saddle with DNB Live tomorrow, Thursday. We do it every Thursday. We do the Free 30 Live and the DNBXR Live, both from Rockfin, rockfin.com slash propaganda report, where we will... We can we also do it to youtube.com slash the propaganda report. But if you do it on Rockfin, if you're if you whether you pay or not, you can get the first 30. Uh, and then we can all engage in the chat, I believe. And in any case, if you want the DNB XR live with video, it is on rockfin.com slash propaganda report. And if we have a few minutes at the end, we usually take a question or two. So we try to make it a full hour on Thursdays for subscribers on Rockfin and uh but if you're subscribing on Locals or Propaganda or Patreon, you'll still get the DNBXR live in your audio feed. And maybe we even put the video on Locals. Just maybe. Live, right? Throughout, yeah, not live, but we can put it up there afterwards. All right. That'd be cool. Yeah. Okay. So, ooh, maybe we'll do the free one and the live one in video if you have the storage space. Okay. So enough of the housekeeping, except for the DPP is this week too, which is super fun. That's on Patreon. Uh, all right. Let's, let's get to the top story of the day, shall we? Let's get this thing started on the eve of the darkest day in American history, January 6th. Used to be known as Little Christmas. Now, no, no glee coming from that day anymore. I do want to point out just in that note real quick that I'm anticipating some flags flying at half staff tomorrow on television. Yeah. Lowering those flags in remembrance of the biggest psyop of our generation, perhaps. Okay, on to the first story. Brandon. Let's go Brandon sponsorship with the LGB coin, the meme coin. It has been rejected by NASCAR. I was wondering earlier this week when we talked about this story where – Brandon's LGB coin sponsorship had initially, this is according to his team anyway, been approved where he's going to have that on his car. And I was curious what the outcome would be. We now know that outcome as they have announced today. NASCAR has that. He will not be allowed to do that deal. They did not speak with Brandon's team before making this announcement. Brandon's, Whoa. Yeah, they just made the announcement. This is what his team is saying anyway. A spokesperson for team Brandon said that had some interesting comments. He said that they are disappointed that the NASCAR leadership has chosen to rescind approval of this sponsorship and feel they should have the confidence to own their decision to backtrack and not gaslight a team or a driver. <laughs> Very good point. I find the timing really? of this announcement interesting. What, what's gaslighting? I don't get it. Gaslighting is they're saying that they never approved it when he says he has emails that showing that they did approve it. Oh, they made statements yeah, initially approving it. And NASCAR was a little slippery about those emails. They're trying to justify what they said, say they didn't mean what it seemed like they meant. It does look like they might be gaslighting a little. <laughs> but January 5th, the day before January 6th, they reject it. They make this public announcement rejecting it. Probably a, a public relations stunt because they don't want to be associated with anything Trump with January 6th coming up. And I will point out here that back in 2020, NASCAR not only allowed, it helped push 
a Bubba Wallace partnership with Black Lives Matter, where they allowed a Black Lives Matter paint scheme to be put on Bubba Wallace's car to promote justice and equality. This was shortly after the fake noose scandal. They say Bubba Wallace found a noose in his garage where it wasn't a noose. It was a pulley to lower and raise a garage door. Did everybody get angry about it until they realized what it was? And as a result, they put the BLM thing on his car and they displayed it. And this also was a wrapped up in a little bit of a warm blanket of modern capitalism because they then sold little model cars with BLM on it. NASCAR approved of this as well. Yet you come over here to Brandon and the LGB coin also wrapped in the warm blanket of modern capitalism because they were trying to make a little money off of it. They are not allowed to do that there. And again, I do wonder if this happened in the Trump era, if LGB was referencing F Trump with the NBA allow their teams to be sponsored by LGB coin. I think they probably would. NASCAR caves and is a little bitch. Excuse my language. I do want to see the, uh, I'm wondering if the, LBG will be hijacked by a rainbow or something. So they'll let somebody else do the Somebody LGBT. else will do the LGB <laughs> card. Yes, I hope so. Just go all the way with it and please do that. That'd be hilarious. Ah, that's really funny. So CNN tweeted out an article today with some groundbreaking findings. They tweeted out that people who are overweight or obese, they, an article, a study, a study that found that people who are overweight or obese are at a much higher risk of much more severe disease and even death from COVID-19. And one new study suggested that losing weight can reduce this risk. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> new study suggests that being healthy reduces the risk of being unhealthy. Might as well have been the headline. How much money taxpayer – this is Harvard and Stanford studies went in to this. This is – this is weird, too, because they're shifting this COVID narrative with this. Oh, you think? They're starting to actually acknowledge a lot of the things that were called conspiracies yeah. in the beginning. Oh, good. Now they're moving from pandemic to endemic or something. I yeah. see articles like that. Yeah. So I'm wondering if they're... But first of all, everybody, that was absolutely apparent from the beginning. I remember somebody, a nurse, telling me that within a month or two, that the only people dying in her hospital were overweight and it is sad it's terrible but they are targeting the old the people with prior conditions and the obese with this what i think is a bioweapon but in any case that's who it and the vaccine too is the same kind of demo that gets the a lot of the a lot of the injuries not all of them i will tell you about something in a second but those are also the demos that as you and i both pointed out were not included in in the main studies. Absolutely. This study found that people with obesity are 46% more at risk of getting COVID and that it also found that they are at risk of getting sicker, facing 113% higher chance of being right. hospitalized, a 74% higher risk of needing to be treated in the ICU. I would literally have thought it was 500% more likely. Like yeah. five times as likely. Well, they might have fudged the numbers. It might actually be. It yeah, says, my says, guess... Yeah, I, I, I think that the chances of a, a healthy person in a kind of the reproductive age category or lower, you know, whatever, 50 years old or lower, 55 years old, lower, has, I mean, the stats would be undetectable. 
if you had no underlying conditions or obesity. Yeah. They say 48% increased risk of death if you're considered obese. And isn't that true for every illness? Exactly. <laughs> I want to know where the propaganda campaigns, the messaging campaigns from the Ad Council, from Fauci, from all of this coordinated effort around the country, the corporations, everyone, to live a healthier lifestyle or to eat better, to exercise, to go outside instead of wearing a mask, getting a vaccine. Because obviously this confirms that what everybody already knew, being healthier increases your chances of being healthier. And this is all at the same time or on the heels of what they were trying to start, get a balloon going of not not body shaming people. Yeah, they put people on the cover of Sports Illustrated yeah. who are insanely obese and they glorify it and, and say that if you say that it's unhealthy, that you're fat shaming. That's not fat shaming. That's genuine concern. Well, that's what I, that's the only thing I care about. I have a son who has Down syndrome and they really have weight problems and they have heart problems. Like you have to pay attention to that. Like you have to be aware of it. And uh, and that's just I, I've done a lot of reading on that. And the number one thing you can do for heart health anyway is is keep your weight under control. And this does it's super stressful on your heart. Respiratory illness is stressful on your heart yeah absolutely and i do i did tweet out a hashtag if anybody wants to participate at freedom act radio is where it is hashtag new study suggests and a couple that i put to get it started is new study suggests that drinking water reduces risk of dehydration <laughs> That's new study one. suggests that brian stelter reduces the risk of female ovulation <laughs> That may be true. He's like an anti-pheromone. Yeah, he is. He is birth. He wow. is population. He is birth depopulation. Wow. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, it's the anti-aphrodisiac. <laughs> <laughs> they should they should put CNN on in convents and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> dormitories. Yeah. So uh, I was shocked to hear days after the fact that Betty White had died. I was shocked to hear it days after the fact because it should have been. I mean, they interrupted programming for hours to talk about Robin Williams, who is not as I think is not as beloved as Betty White. And she was just such an icon for the generation older than the baby boomers. She is somebody to really aspire to. And the article the story i heard on fox headlines yesterday was and it was i could not verify it online until i asked you before the show like is this correct or not correct that at first people were saying that it was 3 days after she got the booster that she died now this was on the heels of her planning a party for her 100th birthday which is in january it's in like a week from now i thought she was 100 already the way they were promoting that party Okay, so, and she said, I am so lucky to be in such good health before my 100th birthday. So she was, <laughs> say, expressly, she said she was in good health. And yes, of course, people can just fucking burst into flames, whatever. But it sounds like she was in good health. And she certainly claimed she was. Then people said, oh, she took the booster and she died three days later. And that, and, Still, after I heard the story on Fox News, when I went to do the research, all I saw was debunkery that she had not taken the booster. But ultimately, they had denied that she took the booster. But in fact, she did take the booster is what they said on the news. And that her agent said, 
they don't want to politicize this. It, she died of natural causes. So I went to, in her sleep, so I went to look up what they were and I found a headline that said, Betty White's cause of death revealed. And when I clicked through to the article, it said she died of natural causes in her sleep. But people I know whose doctors have strongly suspected and who anybody observing, I because I knew somebody, my sister-in-law's mother, in her 80s, super healthy, fit, dynamic, a French lady. She uh, was totally 100% fine, living alone, completely active. She got the vaccine and she died about, a, I don't know if it was a month later or whatever. She just had a like a collapse. And I've heard that of other people too. But in her case, it was her thyroid collapsed. So they're not, that's what, you know, that looks like a natural cause. And I've gotten so many reports of people with blood ailments emerging quickly after that and lung ailments. So yeah. they're going to say natural causes. I mean, have you heard of anyone really who said that they, that any official cause of death being the vaccine that you can just think of off the top of your head? No, I heard what you heard where Betty White died, but just know that it wasn't a vaccine booster that caused it. Almost like they're putting that idea in our head. I didn't think of a vaccine booster. I thought, well, the timing, she's 100 years old. It happens. But as soon as they said that, I started thinking, oh, maybe it was a vaccine booster. because people apparently the original thing was right after she died, folks tweeted and Facebooked a what is being called a false message from her saying that she just got the booster saying oh, i feel great I, I eat great i'm having this hundredth party i just got the booster and then that was debunked but it was widespread well i would ask what are the odds that she did not have the booster unless she is an anti-vaxxer or was i think the odds are very low that she had not been boosted that's a good point because they would not be having a birthday party for her. No, they wouldn't they be bringing to. people around. If she wasn't boosted, they'd be calling her Nazi. Novak Djokovic. But uh, so, yes. So that was super. Yeah, I think they would have even made a big stink about her dying. And we'd have lots and lots of fanfare around that if they didn't want to call attention to it. But you can say that somebody... So she was 100, whatever. But as I've told you before, my my dad was almost 80 and he was um, basically died of medical malpractice. And I was I got dismissed from a jury for saying when they were doing voir dire, asking me if I thought the person who was suing, the family was suing. It was an asbestos thing. I'm sure it would have been a grueling affair anyway. But um, the claimant was an 80 year old man who died of lung cancer and the question to me was do you think a person that age really has a life worth much monetary value and i told the story which i've told on the air before that i said well yes i do because my son was uh had down syndrome so it took some years for him to be able to talk and my father just said he wanted to live long enough to hear him say i love you grandpa and he would have and he didn't. So that was really big. And Betty White wanted to make it to her 100th birthday. And I'm sure a lot of other people wanted her to, too. 
And you just can't, you can't, it's not a matter of years or numbers of people. You have to respect life. Yeah. The last thing that I saw before I started seeing the news of her dying was Ryan Reynolds retweeting a story where he commented, I really hate how the media exploits past relationships to try and get clicks. And it was an article about Betty White saying that her and Ryan Reynolds ended a previous relationship over her um, over her being attracted to Robert Redford. It was just a joke. Right. And it was all leading up to her 100th birthday. Yeah. And the next thing, like, at the time, I thought she had just turned 100. Right. And then the next thing I hear somebody goes, oh, she died at 99. I was like, I thought she was 100 right. and they were joking about her dating yeah. Ryan and Reynolds. And they probably wouldn't have started investing in the PR about her birthday if she hadn't been in good health. She's on the cover of Time magazine. Oh, anyway, well, you know, you got to do your research. <laughs> I don't know. Absolutely. I mean, maybe, may, I mean, it's it's possible people, you know, people have the opposite story. I, I think it just should be your choice to, it, yeah. to, to read about it. There was another girl that I thought this was a weird little story, too. Aoife Barry, she was somebody who was an Irish student in San Francisco on a balcony that collapsed and killed some people and injured her a few years ago. I don't remember this story, but she became prominent because she was an activist saying that companies should be held responsible for poor construction, which they are. <laughs> you know, So they might not be in other countries, but they certainly are here. And she died at the age of 27 of a stroke. Wow. Just the other day. So people in the comment section were speculating that young women in Europe, she, she's in Ireland, where maybe they still have the AstraZeneca one. It seems like more people are dying. Yes. It's just like more older people and are dying. sick. People are getting leukemia, lung cancer, and they're dying faster. Absolutely. And that's going to make the death numbers spike. And that stat is going to be misinterpreted as saying it's just COVID, long COVID. See, there were excess deaths and it's all going to be this other stuff. Yeah. So also, and people keep saying it wrong, keep saying Omicron or Oncomere, or Moronic. <laughs> yeah. It's Omicron. <laughs> oh, my Cron. <laughs> oh, my Cron. So, oh, my Cron, they are shutting down the schools out here again. Oh, my Cron, they have to wear masks outside. And uh, my kids, they're now inspecting their masks. So They're inspecting their masks? Yeah. For my, what? The private schools gave the masks out, so you had to use heavy-duty masks. But the public school, you could wear your own mask and... Uh, mama like the breathable athletic masks. So <laughs> they're inspecting your mask mask to see if they can seal. I don't they're understand what they're sure, looking for. They just they just have to be like the blue ones. The oh, the ones you get from ones. Target that on the back of the box it says shouldn't be used to protect you from anything. <laughs> yes. We want to make sure these masks will do absolutely nothing before you come that into the one. school. And uh, one of my kids' school, um is mandating the booster. Really? Yeah. I mean, he's got an exemption because he is absolutely like this was where we came up with the seven pages of Catherine Catherine Catholic doctrine where the it's it's a st- it's cell it's research it's um 
it's a gene therapy. You know, it's it is consistent with the rules for gene therapy. Um, the idea that they're using the aborted fetuses without the permission of the dead baby to use them in this way, like you can't. That's against Catholic teaching. So anyway, so he's exempt, but they are mandating the booster. I'll tell you this. This is going to be in this Rockfin deconstruction that we do tomorrow. I have some video of the co-author with Cass Sunstein, Thaler is his name, talking about their new book, which is Nudge like 2.0. It's, they've updated it to the coronavirus era, oh, and he yeah. is talking about nudging oh. in the coronavirus era. And these guys, these nudge guys, which is just another, another word for propaganda, removing choice, were at the forefront of getting consent of these incentives in the beginning of the coronavirus pandemic. And he was not happy when his nudges stopped working on certain people that were a problem. And he identified those problem people as people with strong opinions. Wow. It was, well, I might jaw drop this, when I heard some of this, the things he oh, said. Oh yeah. No. And, and actually I'm dying to hear about this because I, it's unmistakable out here that if you have opinions like that, I mean, you might as well be a Nazi. Like people look look at you like you're something that got stuck on their shoe. Like yeah. it's really a problem. But that's funny that you should say that. I'll give you a little tease to the deep dive today where um, I was going to mention, but I'll just tell you now that Fauci said that masks on planes are enough to stay safe. This is in the wake of CEOs of Delta and Southwest saying you don't even need masks because the safest place you can be on a plane with the HEPA filters that our airlines um, airlines employ. But he said, if mandating vaccines for air travel would get more people vaxxed, then I'm in favor of it. So exploiting regulatory processes to achieve a goal not within the realm of the regulation that you are mandating it for. So I've got a lot more on that and just the airline stuff in general, uh, 5G. And Have airlines typically stuff. grounded planes for weather purposes? I know when it's really okay, bad, let's talk they about do. It in the deep dive. Yes, let's talk about this in the deep dive. And before we get to our deepest dive of the day, which is going to be about what to watch out for if you're planning to fly anytime soon, as we just mentioned. I want to tell you about what we're going to talk about in the XR, which is how some Air Force cadets are learning to fly without ever leaving the ground. And the latest on the trucker in Colorado who was sentenced to 110 years for a fatal traffic accident. I also want to thank our sponsor of today's show, Liberty Gear. LibertyGear.net is an online store filled with masks, shirts, and even some cool posters, including protest gear such as the Obey, PSYOP, and Flatten the Lies mask, and lots of other funny, weird stuff to lighten up your day. Even if you don't choose to wear a mask, sometimes you find yourself in a situation where you absolutely have to to do something. So for those situations, you might as well let it be known how you feel. I want to make a suggestion to Ismcant for LibertyGear.net. It was a patron requested that he make a T-shirt of uh, based and Ted pilled. So let's see if he hears this, because, of course, he's a patron, so he might not hear it. But 
I'll send him a message. But if you guys want to suggest something to him, I'm sure he'll make it. Yeah, seriously. If you send him an email or give him an idea that you want to see on a shirt, he will make it. He does take personal requests. And he is a Liberty lover like we are. So this is a time to support fellow Liberty Liberty lovers. So check him out at libertygear.net. And use the promo code PROPAGANDA in all lowercase when you check out. That'll get you a 10% discount off of your purchase, libertygear.net. Also, if you haven't, check us out on Rockfin, rockfin.com. As referenced earlier, we are doing that deep dive tomorrow. It's a new video platform that lets us say all the things that you can no longer hear on YouTube. It lets us ask questions. It lets us consider theories. And most of all, it lets me trigger Monica with clips of globalist (laughs) douchebags revealing their outrageous plans to dominate the world and their think tank panel discussion. So that's always fun. Plus, when you sign up through the Propaganda Report channel, rockfin.com slash propaganda report, you not only get all of our content, you get access to content from every creator on the platform. And there's lots of great ones. Sam Tripoli, Whitney Webb, The Mad Ones. Good stuff on there, all for just $9.99 a month. We also put all of our ad-free DMBXRs Monday through Wednesday on there, as well as DMBXR live stream with video on Thursdays. So check it out, rockfin.com slash propaganda report. Now on to our deepest dive of the day. I actually had this story a few days ago, and it's already changed. So have you heard about this big back and forth basically between the FCC and the FAA, the airlines and Pete Booty Gig? Really, honestly, don't even know what his real name is anymore. But yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah. Do- what? So who cares what his name yeah, is? It doesn't matter. His real name right. anyway. It doesn't. It definitely doesn't matter. Probably. Yeah. Who knows what his real name is? So, so this was the thing. The FAA was saying telling or asking, I guess they have, they ask AT&T and Verizon not to roll out 5G near airports. And they were going to kick the can on that a little bit, but they said no. A few days ago, they said, no, we're not kicking the can. We would consider for six months lowering the volume, basically powering it down a little bit the way they do it in France. We would consider that. But we're not going to just not deploy it near the airports because it's fine. And a lot of like weird little details emerged in the articles I was reading about this. Anyway, but the next day they they changed their mind and they said, we'll give you two more weeks. But here's the thing. So. So the thing in France is permanent. It's not six months. It's per- from what I understand, it's permanent. You just have to have a lower. um you know, just power it down is how they put it near those airports. And what the FAA was saying is, okay, you can do it. But if you do it, we are not going to allow planes to use radar altimeter equipment to land in inclement weather, which is what they do now. So it will end up having us divert hundreds of thousands of passenger planes and thousands of cargo planes. So you'll have massive disruptions anytime there's bad weather is when I was thinking. And you'll have supply chain interruptions if you can't get those cargo planes around. Now, this compares with hundreds of thousands of flights because there are 45,000 flights a day in the U.S. And like over the holidays when they were saying, oh, my gosh, like this is just hundreds of flights were canceled. Hundreds of flights out of 45,000 times, however many days they were talking about is probably normal. (laughs) You know, it's probably fine. But if you want to start and like I said about that Virginia storm, they're bringing they have to have weather that's unusual that you're not like ready for. You, You can't bring bad weather to Denver, you know, like it's just, yeah. So they bring it to Virginia, they bring it to Texas. But even then, 
it doesn't really ground flights because of this thing, because of radar altimeters. So if they if they have a reason to not use it, every storm will make climate change look like it's radically different from how it used to be. So I'm kind of suspicious about how this is coming out. Um, I also thought this was weird. And I noticed Chuck Schumer used this kind of language too. Um, maybe I'll bring that story tomorrow because it was January 6th related. It says, uh, this is a letter from AT&T to the FAA. At its core, your proposed framework asks that we agree to transfer oversight of our company's multi-billion dollar investment in 50 unnamed metropolitan areas representing the lion's share of the U.S. population to the FAA for an undetermined number of months or years. Agreeing to your proposal would not only be an unprecedented and unwarranted circumvention of the due process and checks and balances carefully crafted in the structure of our democracy, but an irresponsible abdication of the operating control required to deploy world-class and globally competitive communications networks. Now, I don't care about that, but I mean, we could talk about that separately, but this idea of due process checks and balances carefully crafted into the structure of our democracy, I mean, the FCC was, I noticed that as soon as I moved out to this town, here in the LA area is that it completely, and I call it Trump's FCC, totally captured the, the town's legislative prerogatives. We got uh, in the front page of the first newspaper I saw here, it said Trump administration or FCC requires that our town um, accept their 5G rollout and we have a 90-day shot clock. And there was no alternative. If they said no, I don't know what was going to happen. They send the army in, but the town capitulated, even though they didn't want to. So the FCC totally is captured by these companies, and they have the audacity, as well as administrative law, which is regulatory law, is outside the Constitution. It's totally unconstitutional. It's legislation emerging from the executive branch. So for them to say that, it's kind of weird and unnecessary, really unnecessary. And I just, I feel like we're the further and further away we get from the Constitution and the people who are the furthest from adhering to it, people who exploit unconstitutional rules the most, are the ones who are starting to clamor for constitutionality, which is no new thing. Albert J. Knox talks about it in Our Enemy of the State in the 30s. And so I have a little bit more, but... Yeah, they want to apply the Constitution. They want to hide behind it when it pushes their agenda, and they don't give a rip about it when it stands in the way of their virginity. I wasn't going to say virginity there, of their agenda. (laughs) Get a little tongue-tied there. Well, the... Albert J. Knox said that in the 30s, and it is absolutely true. But the way it's shown is like FCC and FAA going toe to toe. I just never believe that kind of thing. However, one thing that I did bring out in our last show of the year about kind of looking ahead was I feel like the era of perfect air travel safety, as well as just pretty good highway safety is coming to a close. They want to shut us down. It's true for so many ways, trade barriers, global um, supply chain management issues, this um, shutting down the grid. I, I just, I feel like for a long time, they wanted us to feel like we should just fly whenever we wanted. And now I don't think they want that anymore. So uh, this, 
they've done other things that have kind of made air travel not good. This idea of vaccine mandates for the employees, Diane Feinstein and company want vaccine mandates or negative tests for all domestic air travel passengers, which would be very disruptive. This, uh, they say the unruly passengers is largely related to mask wearing. I don't know if that's true or not, but two of the CEOs, Delta and Southwest, as I mentioned earlier, both came out saying that mask wearing wasn't important. And of course, that's going to empower the passenger against the stewardess. Like, that's a very impolitic thing to say. And I'm sure they knew what they were doing because they both did it. And then um, there were other things that were weird. Uh, this... I'm just worried. I'm just worried about about that. I think uh, Booty Gig is such a deep state guy that if you are going to have psyops or false flags or whatever, you need a guy like that in place to make sure that you know to keep a lid on the information. I'm a little worried there might be a cyber attack, you know, dovetailing into this. In in the research I did, I put in our show notes here the an activist post article with um, links about the 5G debate. But I think this goes beyond that. And I, I just a couple of other little points is that the, the kind of talking points they say is like you shouldn't be forced to sit next to an unvaccinated person on a plane. So this apartheid feeling is definitely coming through. It really reminds me of a report from Iron Mountain where they said you need a despised minority to keep the, the majority of the public on one side and imagine if we can really make a cast of the unvaccinated and uh, and a higher cast of the vaccinated and you put them in that basket, you think Democrat and Republicans bad. If all you have to do to lay out an entire platter of policy feelings is just whether it's vaccine, then you've got 70% of the people now in one basket. But as far as the airlines, I just wanted to say, like, if you are planning travel, you might want to plug into this 5G debate, because if they are planning to create a problem around it, it would be in one of those airports that are subject to this debate, which those airports are not yet revealed. Yeah, I don't like flying anyway, so. Yes, I know you don't. I didn't think it would make you any happier. All right. Well, I think we got some good stuff that left over for the DMB XR. Thank you. Thank you all for listening. We will talk to you guys next time. You can find the Drive Time News Blast every weekday afternoon at PropReport.com or your favorite podcasting platform with the Propaganda Report podcast feed. And if you want to get access to that extra content I was telling you about, go to rockfin.com slash Propaganda Report and subscribe there through our channel. We'll talk to you next time or in the DMB XR. Have a fantastic rest of your Eve of January 6th. <laughs> and I know I played the wrong outros. <laughs> I like this. I need I like to. It.